Hello, I'm Karen Chevin. If you enjoy psychological suspense blended with romance, you'll love the Savage Security series. Exciting audiobooks are available for free on My Secret Obsession Podcast. Right now, you can listen to Stranger's Kiss, the prequel to Blood Kiss. Stranger's Kiss by Karen Chevin. Pacey watched from his car parked across the street as the flower delivery van pulled into the school parking lot. Excitement rushed through his veins and heightened his sensations. He was alive with energy and obsession. Today was his coming out moment. He was shifting his love for Alicia from the shadows and moving it into the light. Of course, he had to do this in baby steps because there were some complications that he had to deal with. Exposing himself to her. Letting her know how much he cared was important to him. If he was going to have a future with her, he'd have to man up and declare himself to her. As the delivery man lifted the bouquet from the van, Pacey brought his thumb to his mouth and chewed his nail. They were as beautiful as the floral arranger had promised. There was no woman alive who wouldn't melt at the sight of the bouquet. This grand gesture would set him apart from any other men that she spent time with. He'd watched her with her friend group. The men were immature and still finding themselves, but he was established, had a house, a retirement plan, and he had a future that he'd share with her. Together, they'd build a life that Rockwell himself would have envisioned. Alicia Little glanced at her cell to check the time after dropping her students off at their art class. She had 45 minutes to pick up the library books that she'd placed on hold and then get some planning done. The quickest route back to her room was to cut through the office. Mrs. Warren, the head secretary, set down her pencil and waved her hand at Alicia. Hey, Miss Little, you have something. Alicia paused and stepped over to the counter. Good morning. Ooh, pretty flowers. Who's the lucky girl? Mrs. Warren gave her a smile and tilted her head towards the flowers sitting on the counter. Those are for you, she said, motioning to the huge bouquet. Alicia's mouth dropped open when she looked at the bouquet. It was massive. The various textures and colors of the flowers were the prettiest she'd ever seen. The large blooms, paired with smaller blooms, filled every space between the flowers. There were no gaps or open spaces within the bouquet. Me? She touched her chest. Are you sure? She asked, dumbfounded. Forgive me, Mrs. Warren began, but I had to peek at the envelope to see who they were for. And yes, they're for you. She leaned closer to Alicia and said softly, Who are they from? You can tell me. With the devious glint in Mrs. Warren's eyes, Alicia would certainly not tell her. She tucked her honey-blonde hair behind her ear. Ha! Like I'd tell you, she teased. Mrs. Warren tapped the counter. I wouldn't tell anyone, she promised. Alicia laughed. We both know that's not true. You know everything about everyone in this building. True, Mrs. Warren said, but I never gossip. Open the card. I want to see your reaction. With a smile, Alicia pulled the white envelope off the plastic holder and opened it. Her face twisted with confusion as she read the card. Thinking of you, your secret admirer. Mrs. Warren's smile weakened. From that look on your face, I guess you're not happy about the man? Alicia handed her the card. Secret admirer. Mrs. Warren tilted her head as she considered what to say. Hmm. 
I guess that's flirty and kind of romantic. Who do you think it is? I have no idea, Alicia replied. She bit the inside of her cheek and considered the men she knew who could be possible suspects. None of them made sense. She tucked the card and envelope back into the bouquet and picked it up. It was heavier than she thought. She supported the weight by resting the vase on her hip. I guess we'll see. She lifted a shoulder and a shrug and smiled. Mrs. Warren playfully wagged her finger. Keep me informed. I want to know. Okay, okay, Alicia replied as she headed to her classroom. When Kara spotted Alicia walking down the hallway towards her classroom with the enormous bouquet of flowers, the papers she needed to grade were suddenly not a priority anymore. She shifted directions and headed towards Alicia. What the? Kara began. She followed Alicia into her classroom. Who are those from? Alicia set the bouquet on her desk and gave her bestie a smile. As Kara leaned close to inhale the fragrance, Alicia said, I don't know. Kara stood straight, which at her height made her tower over Alicia. You don't know? Her face twisted in confusion. What do you mean? Alicia shrugged. I have no idea who sent them. Who do you think it could be? Alicia's mind raced with options, but none of them made sense. Kara stared at the bouquet. Well, whoever sent it spent a ton of money to impress you. Peonies, roses, and lilies? She gently touched a white flower. I think these are some type of orchid. They're super expensive. Brides use these a lot. Alicia let out a sigh. I don't know anyone who has this kind of money to waste on a gift they're not even going to take credit for. It's ridiculous, right? Kara chewed her bottom lip and then nodded with confidence. Okay, your list of suspects. She counted them off on her fingers. Jackson, Seth, or Blake. Those are the only guys you really know or spend time with. Alicia tilted her head back and forth as if ping-ponging between the options. Yeah, I guess the chances are high that it's one of them. Should I text them and ask? Yes, but, Kara paused and narrowed her eyes, do you think Seth's a real possibility? Alicia rolled her eyes. Not likely. When we go out to eat, he waits until everyone else pays so he can adjust his tip down if others are generous. True, Kara nodded. He is way too cheap to buy anything this nice. Scratch him off the list. And you wouldn't even want him if he was interested. Okay, that leaves Jackson or Blake, Alicia said. Who do you think? Kara tossed out her hands. Well, I know which one I'd prefer, she said dramatically. Kara wasn't a fan of Blake. Text them both. Whoever sent this wants you to know they like you, and they want you to respond. Alicia grabbed her cell and typed out the text. Starting with Jackson. He's the better man. Jackson. Weird question. Did you send me flowers? I got something from a secret admirer. Did you do this as a joke? Before she hit send, she asked, Do you think I should ask if it's a joke? Does it sound like I'm assuming that he likes me if I don't add that? Kara raised her brows as she considered. This guy probably wants you to ask questions. Try to figure it out like a little game? Jackson's probably your best bet. He's the one that has the money to buy something this extravagant. Send it the way it is. Alicia hit send. Then she let out a groan. Ugh, Blake. I know. Kara pressed her lips together in a tight smile. That's a weird text to have to send him.
Of all people, Alicia muttered. Her one date with Blake several years ago hadn't gone well, but they were determined to not break up the friend group, so they remained on good terms. She did her best to ignore his oddities, but a subtle tension had always remained between them. Can you imagine if he sent them? Kara said. She anxiously played with her hands. What would you do? Alicia leaned forward and breathed in the aroma. They are beautiful, but he is the last person I want flowers from. I'm going to wait to hear back from Jackson before I text him. Good idea, Kara replied. Alicia's cell chimed. I got a text. Jackson. No, not from me. Sounds fun, though. Alicia made a frustrated sound and looked up at the ceiling as if God was going to write the man's name in the ceiling tile. Kara laughed. Oh, man, now you have to send that text to Blake. Here goes nothing, Alicia said. She sent the same text to Blake and set her cell on her desk. She chewed her thumbnail as the flashing dots pulsed. He's replying. Wow, he's fast, Kara said. She came around the desk and looked over Alicia's shoulder. I feel excited for you. This could be love, she teased. Alicia looked over her shoulder and up at Kara. I can assure you that the knot in my stomach isn't love. The pulsing dot stopped, and his text popped up. Blake, you know that I didn't send you flowers. If this is some attempt to make me jealous, it's pathetic. You know we aren't a good match. Stop making things weird between us. Kara burst out laughing. Wow, that was harsh. Alicia shook her head. That man, if he still thinks I like him, she rolled her eyes. Can we get him kicked out of the friend group? How are you going to reply? Alicia picked up her cell and typed. Please stop assuming that me being nice to you is me crushing on you. I do not have feelings for you. Kara said, I don't know if that part's true. You do have feelings for him. What? Alicia gasped. Revulsion, disgust. Should I keep going? No, I'm sending it as it is. Wait, Kara said. What about a parent? Do you have any single dads? Alicia bit her bottom lip and scanned the empty desks envisioning the students. I have one father in here that's a widower. He always brings in supplies when I ask the class for donations. The expensive stuff, too. Kara beamed. Mm, it looks like someone's hot for teacher. Stop it. We don't know that. Alicia tapped a pen against the desktop. From what she could make out, he was actually a great man. All the teachers who interacted with him liked him. If it is him, what's my next step? She motioned towards the bouquet. I can't send him a text and ask him if he sent me these. If he didn't send them, I'd look like a psycho. Kara lifted a shoulder and smiled. Men playing secret admirer is rare nowadays. You might as well enjoy it. I guess you're right, Alicia said. I'll just wait for the next gift. Pacey raced to Alicia's neighborhood. He had another gift for her, one that he prayed would relieve the stress lines marring her beautiful face. He knew that she would like this one. He parked a few streets over and walked to her place. A tree protection area lined the side of her house near the sidewalk and also separated her from her backyard neighbor. He couldn't have asked for a better location to watch her comings and goings. So many places to hide. He walked along the sidewalk, glanced around and bent over to tie his shoe. From his crouched position, 
He managed to weave through the shrubbery and hide behind a tree and huge azalea bush near her driveway. He set the gift bag on the ground beside him and popped a tic-tac into his mouth. He pressed it against the roof of his mouth and ran his tongue back and forth over it as he waited for her to come. When her car came down the street, his heart skipped a beat. As she pulled into the driveway, he could just make out her face. She was singing along to whatever song was playing. He could practically hear her sweet voice whispering in his ear. One day, she would sing for him in front of a roaring fire. Then they would make love and enjoy whispering in each other's ears for the rest of the night. As she popped out of the car, he pulled his thoughts from the fantasy and into the here and now. He didn't want to miss his opportunity. When she rushed into the house without locking the car, he snatched the gift bag from the ground and hustled to the driver's side. He eased open the car door and felt the seat. It was still warm, and her perfume filled the space. He instantly hardened. There was no denying that she was the love of his life. Thank you for listening to Stranger's Kiss. I hope you enjoyed it. You can download Stranger's Kiss for free on BookFunnel. The other books in the Savage Security series can be found on Amazon. New episodes on My Secret Obsession drop on Tuesdays and Fridays. 